I'm a film, trying to be a filmmaker, so I'm technically almost homeless. Um, attempting to just document things out there. Um, how's everybody doing? COVID just thing or I can curse out here. Right? I can say like, yeah, it's just oh yeah. Um, yeah. And so I haven't done this in a while. I haven't really planned this. Out. Anybody just write notes on their phone like schizophrenic, like behavior thing? Like, oh, I'm gonna just build people's view. I just want to relate to what's going on. I guess. I always want to connect. You guys like rock and roll? What's the first band you guys ever saw? guys like uh um the first band i saw was a great one i i was a very cute kid and then it was like um i used to skateboard i skateboard a lot i used to hang out in front of chuck e cheese first band i saw was the chuck e cheese band i don't know if you guys have seen the chuck e cheese band but uh they're they're really going to take over even before terminator and those robots and everything they discovered how to put little mice in little machines and play you beautiful melodies and uh there's cheese pizza and skee-ball and you can't really go unattended to a chuck e cheese so i, I met a lot of uh weird old men when i was younger it's uh, it's probably only the sober, the soberest relationship I've ever had. I was uh, got a little famous for a minute. Uh, I was on the side of a milk carton. Anybody? It was like before Instagram and stuff. Good times. But yeah, that that was great. Uh, just got into. Oh, here's my buddy. Uh, yeah, hey buddy. Um, so yeah, like I, I guess I'm trying to talk about sober relationships, right? Those are weird ones. Uh, anybody feel like you just poured booze all over every fucking date you've ever had and and just hope it works? You know, you just go, let's go, what are we going to do today? Oh, let's go get a drink. You know, it's weird. Uh, the pitfalls of those things are when you, uh, I mean, the males in this crowd can understand the, the whiskey dick. We call it whiskey dick, right? Yeah. Not a self-defense mechanism, is it? Weird action that happens between reactions of two people interacting. Those are really weird ones. But you guys ever felt like maybe it happens for the right reason? Maybe you you plan it out because you don't like the animals in the zoo going into the watering hole and like, yeah, let's go to Chili's, get some margaritas, and some just, just you know, they just go to water and they pop and and yeah, like these little things. But we're out here, yeah, yeah, whiskey dick shit. Let me go back to like let's talk about you and porn stars and stuff, right? You dated a porn star, right? That's cool. Yeah, I dated a porn star's roommate, which was weird because he quit porn and um. It was weird because this whole duality, she's having a great time, the other one's just fucking weird. And the other girl's fucking like the Terminator one day, and the pizza, everything was everything. Like, he did the pizza delivery guy, she did everything. And it was an amazing thing. And it's like, it's kind of hard. It's like, if you date a girl, and you're like, oh, it's like they found a sex tape of her. No, there's like a whole website, link, everything. All these things, but like, you know, wants to cuddle up with you guys every day. That, that sucks, and it's sad. And I'm just staring at you, thinking about how, how much I'm vomiting right now. I don't know. Totally excessive. Um, do you have any more jokes? I have a few jokes left, right? Awkwardly breathe for a minute. No, no more. I'm going to let loose for the, the last 30 seconds. Thanks for putting up with me and accepting me and understanding. We're all attempting to be friends. Also, if you want more, I'm doing a live improv with Scott Joe right up next. Right now, 
favorite people in the whole world. But it's Joy and Wonderment Tuesday. Put your hands together for Mark Neuer. doing spectacular. Hey, I did that recently. I, I came up like that because someone asked me to show us Stockton. But Stockton, I know Stockton. I went to rehab in Stockton. Like that's like going to the Epstein's Island to, <laughs> to stop fucking kids. You're not going to accomplish what you went, what you're seeking out to do. I don't mean to burst your bubble. <laughs> He's just going to be in rehab looking out the window like, I want to steal bikes too. What I wouldn't give to break into that car for some dope right now. Jesus Christ. I understand. Some people cannot. They say they're porn addicts. I understand alcoholism. Don't drink with unknown substance intoxicants. My time, motherfucker, is for me. Deal with your problems on your time. I don't communicate very well with people. I think I'm fucking fantastic. I don't know the full communication. So I've created two lists. I have a love list and I have a hate list. Like any good white person. Um, I have a love list and I have a hate list. I've conco concocted that for, for you guys. So uh, love or hate. Love. I love vegan pussy. So good. So good. It's amazing. So good. Tastes like mango white claw. It's tremendous. It's fucking exceptional. Absolutely phenomenal. Tangerine. Oh my God. It's just fantastic. Fortunately, vegan pussy has Mark Neuer on its hate list. So it's just one of those things. Let me translate. Love list. I love vegan dick. So good. <laughs> so good. It's like amazing. It tastes like it tastes like IPA, you know what I'm saying? It's just so good. It's so good. The hops, you know, the hops. Turns me into a rabbit, you know, just hopping around. Ah, he's got zingers. I'm a fucking professional, okay? They have Mike condoms. Normally with things this large, I don't put condoms on them. <laughs> ah! Bam! Is it the cocaine? No! The Adderall's my medication. Love or hate? Oh, I fucking hate vegans. I can't stand them. <laughs> Absolutely the worst. It's more the impossible posse. Have, he have you heard of this? The impossible posse? Have you heard of this? The impossible posse? No, no one? Have you guys heard of it? No, the impossible posse. These people that say the impossible burger is real is better than the real possible thing. You haven't heard of these people? Oh my god, they're fucking incredible. That's like saying you prefer pocket pussy over real pussy. It's just fucking crazy to me. I feel like that should be possible burger's target audience is the fleshlight customer. They got impossible burgers, they got impossible nuggies, they have impossible pussy, we just went over that. They have impossible dick, that's just a cucumber. I mean, they just, vegans, fucking hate them, they ruin everything, <laughs> I just can't do anything. Love or hate? Hate. Fucking hate sexual identity? Can't stand it myself. Maybe it's just because I'm ignorant, I don't understand the term. Sexual, often, identity, Mark Neuer, you know, they're like, no, we mean your sexual orientation. Oh, okay. Horizontal, sometimes vertical, we're getting... If we're getting freaky, diagonal, you know, it just, you never know with me. I'm a wild card, you know. Anyways, I have problems.
that's okay. Who doesn't? Hey, my biggest problem recently is uh, you ever eat so many chips, all you can taste is the pain? Realize that scientifically, the, when you're supposed to stop eating Pringles is when your fucking hand no longer fits inside of a container. Similar to my anus. Ladies and gentlemen, make it loud for your amazing host, the always amazing, the incredibly sexy, Pam Benjamin. Yay, Mark Neuer, yay. Saw me do a costume change back here. I took off my bra, and I put, I put on a 70s shirt. We have one last weekend on your open mic before we take a small break and we're going to hear about Everyone has to have masks. Okay, we're okay. Uh, your last weekend of the improvised show at Sun Kiss and the Morgan Center. Would you please stand? Everybody put your hands together for Joe Fontana. Oh, he brought his own mic. He's so fucking professional. Mark Check, Ann. check, check. All right, what's up? Feels good to be in uh, California's best-smelling city. Um, I gotta say, I I don't come up here as often as I should, and uh, I'll remind you guys why. Uh, a couple days ago, I was walking on Hay Street and minding my own business, and all of a sudden, you just homeless guy wiping his ass on the sidewalk, and to me, I can't. It's not me. It's not my vibe. But it raised a question. Raised the question was, I wonder how much human shit is on the streets of San Francisco. So I did some research. Checked it out. Did you know apparently about every 20 feet that you walk in San Francisco, you'll find a piece of shit? Okay? So, talking about shit. <laughs> so, uh, being the curious person that I am, I decided to conduct my own experiment. I walked approximately 20 feet from point A to point B. Found a Trump supporter. Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I know Pam would like that one. Um, but anyways, yeah, the San Francisco is just one of the dirtiest places. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> um, but anyways, so this guy earlier mentioned. Uh, the presidential debates. What do you guys think about that? Pretty, uh, very useful way to spend our time, I'll tell you that. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I was watching that, and I was like, dude, to see the only two options that we have go back and forth like that was painful. It was like watching two senior citizens fight over who gets the last insured. Like, oh my god, it's em embarrassing. Um, but then on Twitter, I'll always see a bunch of guys tweet about how Trump is – by the way, by any means, I'm no Trump supporter, just so we're clear. Uh, I always see guys on Twitter talking about how Trump is poisonous human being, how he's the worst thing ever. I mean, really the worst thing ever? Like, have you had a hand job? I mean, shit. That's just as bad. Anyways – not political, so I'm going to steer away from that, but I, uh, dating has been really hard over the past couple months, especially when you're 5'7". It's tough. Dating is super subjective on dating apps. Girls have all these requirements. You have to be six foot, 
You have to have a full beard. You can't be ugly. So, I mean, my fucking parents set me up for failure right away, right out the gate. So here we are. Check, check, check. But then I look at all my friends, and some are getting engaged, some are having kids, and I'm over here just fucking jerking off every night. But I, I'm pretty impressed with myself, though, because I'm a 24-year-old Mexican that doesn't have a kid yet. And <laughs> that's pretty rare. I mean, we're usually having kids by 16. Um, like, seeing a Mexican that's 24 years old without a kid is about as rare as seeing a Mexican selling churros at a Trump rally. You're just not going to see it. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, dating's been uh, dating's been shitty. Um, but here's the thing. Girls have all these requirements. Me, I'm a pretty simple guy when it comes to what I'm looking for. Like, I don't have all these requirements, but I like Latinas. So when I tell them that the only thing that I won't put up with is hot Cheeto fingers, I get jumped by all 30 of her cousins. <laughs> she has a little ice. Mexican joke. All right, I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, Fontana! Yay! Old Mike. All right, uh, I'm going to come up to Fontana. We're going to head up to outside. We're going to have an outdoor show. Social distance. We're going to wear masks. Safe as house. Uh, we've got your boy, all of you Vegas peoples. swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a paddler? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy, the small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly sports, Vinyl to gutter pumps. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them on their own two hands. My name is Romeo Chibo of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buxton Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you. 
Jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvement. No way. What is a stag stabbing fang pong? It's Joe's workshop. Joe's workshop? Yep, every Monday, six to eight p.m. on the mutant radio. So you're saying I can tell my jokes every Monday from six to eight? That's what I'm saying. It's Joe's workshop. Time's upon us? Not yet, my friend. Please, this is an impassioned plea. Panda, rest. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us. And especially us here at Mutiny Radio, we have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing. Spite of their size, please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to MutinyRadio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo. Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Just five bucks. Help us increase mutant radical self-expression, real and alive, here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate our mutiny radio go fund me and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond don't let our world end i am italian and we brought you fascistness with mussolini and before that the romans so if you think you live in a fascist country well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a show and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's Alpha Talk. Zoom every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts 
Ibram choose poetry, choose life, and Talbot has a new poetry chapter, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. Spiegelman. I'm Carl Max Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Hotline Colon Movie On. YouTube. We watch the best movies that uh, aren't they good? Well, they're good. Uh, here's good. his theme song again. Bye. of Lava manages our national lava resource to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamines. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava mines. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England. Such a day for a neighbor. If you want global lava markets, 
continue to be dominated by terribleistic demons. Isis, Skillet, Skillet. Vote for my opponent, who sits in her back pocket as comfortably as the hoy hoy on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, take a stand. socially distanced seat because we're about to get started oh yeah outdoor show here at mutiny radio i actually have a permit for this you can believe that hell yeah i've got a permit for it yeah we're socially distanced that's why uh hey when you're out there please wear a mask unless you're eating or drinking and remember that uh we're not a bar so you know, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, we have no ducks here. So just make of that what you will. Hey, socially distanced seat, come take a seat. You can also grab your chairs and move them into pods where you feel comfortable around your friends if you're friendly like that. You can actually take those two chairs and those two chairs and you can move them to get, because obviously you guys are all together. I don't know if you had an orgy last night or how that works, but an orgy with masks on is no fun, right? Like you can't see. I live in the Tenderloin, and uh, a gentleman the other day looked at me, and he said, Girl, show me that pretty mouth. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I don't want to take down my mask. You scare me. <laughs> Why are we in the Tenderloin? I live there. I live in the Tenderloin. I used to be a nanny. I used to hang out with small children for money. That's the thing I used to do before COVID. And I used to play this game with small children in the Tenderloin. It was really fun. We'd hold hands and sort of, like, skip down the street. And when we saw a pile, I'd go, man or beast, man or beast. What did I learn from a four-year-old? If it's up against a wall, it's always man. Like, how do they know physics at that young age? I am so impressed. Children. Stupid. Ever. I don't have any kids. I don't want to have any kids because I love alcohol. Who loves alcohol? Yeah! Yeah, I'm a responsible adult. I decided not to have children because I love drinking. Yes. Had my first abortion in 1995. I have abortions older than most of you. Yes. 25 years ago, I had my first abortion. Only one regret about that first abortion. You know, I didn't have the kid. Uh, well, because right now I could be having sex with all of his friends. Uh, yeah, I could. Mistake. Why did you just like all, all those 25-year-olds were belong to you? Maybe. Oh, <laughs> I'm so old. I just turned 46 a couple weeks ago, and I know that I'm super old because now I have to use my reading glasses to pack my bong. I forgot that weed was so pretty, you know? Those... Crystals, trichomes, lycomes, whatever they are. I love them. Like to smoke them every morning where my pot smoker's at? Yeah. Uh, 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 every morning. Uh. It sometimes gets a little scary. Have you ever smoked so much weed that you forget how your shower works? I 
I've lived in my apartment for 13 years. It's hot. It's cold. What is going on here? It's like airbnb being in my own home. Costs a lot of money. Why is there cat litter on the floor? What is happening here? <laughs> like, why? So many cats. Cat lovers? Cat friends? Yeah, my cat people. Uh, uh. Bow to your alien overlords with one paw, baby. Uh, uh. I love cats. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat, and I want to shave him. I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. And then I want to make him wear it. Because <laughs> I'm a crazy cat lady! <laughs> How many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Cats! 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 <laughs> I love cats so much. I have I have tarot card cat things. I have cats everywhere in my life. Uh, I've been alone recently. I'm a very lonely person. I'm very single. I'm very lonely. And I uh, I thought, you know, that my neighbors. I thought I overheard them having sex. And I got kind of excited. I was like getting into it. And then halfway through, I realized it was just my cats play fighting in the other room. Surprisingly easy to finish. <laughs> My cats love each other. <laughs> I have a boy cat and a girl cat, and I mean, the threesomes are weird because they're both fluffers. You know what I mean? They're just so fluffy. It's just one morning, um, I like to make a little kitty teepee with my niece, you know? And then they go underneath the blanket, and the other day, I like felt. So my cat was resting his head like on my pussy, so like his pussy was on my pussy, and nothing has ever felt so right. <laughs> like it was the best moment. I looked up from the sheets and I was like, "Oh, I fucked my cat." Yeah, and I know that my cat loves me because I was getting finger banged by this guy, and my cat didn't just sniff his finger; he licked him. Meaning that my cat loves me. Or women really do taste like tuna. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. That's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark in here. I've been doing this. <laughs> I've been messing around with myself for a long time. <laughs> I don't know if you know what that white shit is. I don't shave a lot. I have so many pubes, it looks like I have a kitten in a headlock. Super cute. <laughs> so excited. All right, let's get this started. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of five-minute sets at the top because uh, there wasn't enough time on the open mic, and we have incredibly funny people, and I'm so glad that you're here. And our first comedian of the evening, if you want to take it, you're so funny. He's so funny. He just came back to us from New Hampshire, and he is amazeballs. Um, I love him so much. You guys are going to love him, too. Put your hands together, everybody, for Peter. I don't know his last name yet, though, so I'm a jerk. Yay! I've never used this many condoms since 1997. You know what I'm saying?
Hey, here's a question. Who do I have to vote for to fix the tenderloin? Like, do they know it's broken or like what if that's the issue? Like what if they just don't know? Um by the way, can you tell that I'm wearing two fitness trackers? <laughs> it's not because I'm like 40, okay? Like the other day I had to Google how to wear baseball caps if you're gay. So like the only balls I know how to handle are stuck between the legs of some confused college kid named Brian. Um, yes, I'm gay. I don't date fat men. All right, we're body positive here tonight. <laughs> Heard you loud and clear on that one. No, no, no. Like, it's nothing against, like, fat people. It's just that I had a bad experience with one guy, like, a while ago. Like, he was, go he was really fat. He was going through, like, a really intense diet. And look, like, part of being a supportive partner is that when your significant other is going through something really challenging, you are supposed to be there for them, according to the article he sent me on BuzzFeed after I called him Chubby Bunny. <laughs> so I was like, all right, like, why don't you just take a cheat day? You know what I mean? Like, let's call it, like, once every two weeks. You just can cheat, go back to the diet, and you don't have to worry about the stress. And, um, yeah, I should have been a little more prescriptive about what I meant when I said he could cheat. I said you could have a hot dog. I didn't mean you could blow Kyle. Um, yes, I am an over-texter in relationships. Does anyone else have this problem? It's not a good one to have, okay? Like, uh, for some reason, when I was in elementary school, I internalized that poster that says you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And it's never occurred to me that that could be about sports, by the way. Like, I just saw Allen Iverson on it. I was like, cool, I'm gay. Here we go. So how that translates into my dating life is I'm constantly the one, like, you know what? You miss 100% of the dicks you don't try to suck. So I am, like, trying to initiate the conversation. I'm trying to start the spark when there is not one. And it results in me sending a lot of messages that are unwanted, unwarranted, and just plain annoying, Okay. In other words, I am like the AAA car insurance of gays. Like, here's your eighth membership offer for the month. I took the liberty of already activating the membership, putting a personalized number on it, and laminating it to you forever. <laughs> but uh, when it comes time to actually call in those services, then it's like, ooh, we need support? That's not what this service is. Or I don't know where you thought we helped you. <sighs> All right, I have done this next bit like a million times here at Mutiny, but I thought of even more punches for it, so I'm going to lean into it anyway. Um, I just moved back, as Pam mentioned, so I'm setting up a new apartment, and I've had to make a lot of trips to Home Depot, okay? And let me tell you, sending a gay man into a Home Depot is a hate crime. Do I seem like I know, hi, how are you doing? Do I seem like I know what I'm doing in a Home Depot? Like, I look like I invented the app to get rid of Home Depot, okay? I'm clueless in there. I'm like posing seductively on the bags of manure, like, oh. I'm posing with the power drill like I'm in Charlie's Angels. I tried sticking it where I thought it went before a store attendant was like, sir, you do not put that up there. 
And this is the thing that sucks about Home Depot, though. Like, that should be a gay man's spot. You know what I mean? Because a Home Depot is like every gay for pay scene I have ever watched. Okay? The environment's like cold and dark and dungeon-y. There's scaffolding you can dangle off of like you're in Fantasia. And the men who work there are like rugged and scruffy and will clearly do anything for a paycheck. Hey, but flirting with them is useless, okay? Like, I'll go up to one of the store attendants and be like, I just love your skincare products. I love the way this bumpy paper makes my pores feel. And they will stone-faced be like, I think what you need is a 14-inch 8x2 plywood dimensional retainer beam. And I'm like, this is paint. Like, I am just looking for one of them to plow me through that store in a wheelbarrow, okay? Like, give me the 14-inch retainer beam where it counts. And that's the image I'm going to leave you with. Thank you, everyone. Peter, you're amazing. Yay! One time, um, I actually um, peed my pants in a Home Depot, but it was okay because I was wearing a skirt, so I just threw away my underwear in the little tampon machine. So that was a moment that I had at Home Depot. I had to go really <laughs> there. If you were giving this, hi DJ, hi, hi, Bucky. Uh, is that not Bucky? Is that Davis? Is that I can't tell. Everyone's masked. I, it's it's so. I've never like. Not like I look at everyone's butts all the time, but now I can really spot a guy from like a hundred feet. I'm like, I don't need to see their face. I, I, I know that butt. Cool. <laughs> <But> <laughs> That's the beauty of feminism is finally we get to objectify equally. Like everybody said at the feminism, like, oh yeah, feminism, stop objectifying women. And I'm like, no, <laughs> just objectify men equally. It's so much easier. Um, we have more chairs if you want to be socially distanced, unless you're cool without standing. And I'm glad that we're all um, wear your masks unless you're eating or drinking, because the city gets mad at us because we're all being safe. Yay, safety, safety first, yay! Like I said, I haven't used this many condoms since 1997, but they're Mike's condoms, so it's a little bit different. I used to be married. I got my first STD for marriage. Sexually transmitted debt. That's what you get when you get married, sexually transmitted debt. Did you not know about that? Just a contract, ladies. You used to be worth like two goats and a cow, and now what am I worth? I don't know. A ta I'm a tax write-off at this point. Yeah. Hey, rich guy, you want a tax write-off? Mutiny Radio, let me tell you. <laughs> it is a tax write-off. Um, and uh, comedians, remember, uh, it's clean. No F-squares, because we have neighbors and um, children. And there's um, Mike's condoms over here. They're plastic bags. And your next comedian, who's uh, going to put it together for you. Yeah, you got to. And it can't look like a deck of crackers. I don't, I'll find a bag for it. Put your hands together, everybody. He's a very, very funny young man. It's Luke Moore.
everybody. You know, this feels just as good, just so y'all know. Uh, my name is Lou Moore. Uh, of course, that's just my stage name. My real name is Lucas Morris. Had to change it. Um, actually, I that's Lucas Morris is my fake real name. My real real name is actually Lance Boyle. But you know, I had to change it. It's too Anglo. Um. Okay, that's my actual fake real real name. My real 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 name is Jesse Eisenberg. You may know me from Now You See Me and Now You See Me Too. Uh, it's good to be here. Um, you know, I was just making my way downtown, faces past, uh, you know, and whatnot. Homebound, making my way, making my way through the crowd. And that song, do y'all like Vanessa Carl Vanessa Carlton fans? Are we okay? She's from here. She's from the city. So that's why I like that song because it's when she's saying making my way downtown, she's talking about San Francisco. And if you re-listen to the song, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely San Francisco. Because, like, let me just remind you, the song goes like this. Uh, making my way downtown, there's a guy shooting up heroin on the sidewalk. <laughs> And then I accidentally step on some poop, and I fall down, and I uh, get hit by the dirty needle. Get stabbed. I have AIDS now. Uh, there's hot Cheeto throw up on the ground. And now I'm homeless. Tonight. Um, yeah, you know, I just saw my first hot cheetah throw up in like six months today, so I think we're getting back to normal. Hot cheetah throw up. I'm sure you've seen it if you've been here in the city before. Hot cheetah throw up. It's a, it's a common occurrence on these streets. Uh, you know what the thing about hot cheetah throw up is you never see a little bit of it. It's like, it's always the whole bag. I think that's why they threw it up, because they, cause they ate the whole bag. Because, you know, when you're eating hot Cheetos, they're hot, and you, the only way to combat the heat is just to keep eating them, like, faster. And then, I guess you just throw them up, but... Anyways, you know what I hate? Cultural appropriation. Just irks me. I don't like it when, if, if, look, if, if it's not your group, if a group other than you made the phrase, made the the fashion, made the, you know, then just stay away from it, right? Like, don't appreciate a different group of people. Don't, don't hang out with a different group of people. Just, cultural appropriation is wrong. Like, uh, here's, here's a cultural appropriation everybody does. You don't even think about it. But everybody says, duh. Duh. When something's really obvious, you say, duh. You know where duh comes from? Think about it. Duh. Duh. 
Cruz says the people from Kentucky. That's where duh came from. Okay. Folks, I'm just you <laughs> I'm having fun up here, I think. Oh. Okay, you know what? That's it. That's all I that's all I can remember. That's all I can remember. I'm keeping these plastic bags. That was Luke Moore. Yay! Luke Moore. I'm keeping the plastic bags because I'll put pot treats in those later. And like, because they're only spitting COVID on the outside, not the inside. <laughs> right? The inside is cleaned up. And that's important. There's some chairs. You guys can take the chairs and move them in any place that you want that feels socially distant uh, from each other. Because we're still doing that. Hi, Victoria Bikes. It's Doc Titus. So exciting. Does anyone here like World Cup soccer? Does anyone like, you like soccer? I love World Premier League soccer. So excited. When the, when the most important of unimportant things came back, World Premier Soccer, I was so excited because finally I get to watch all those 23-year-old men actually make their goals. It's like the only place where 23-year-old men are making goals. It's in, it's in soccer. <laughs> They're not... They're not doing it here. They're living with their No, it's okay to live with your mom. Like I'd like to be your mom. I if anybody's like under twenty-five here and you think your parents are looking for a divorce, I am lonely. Like I could be your stepmom. Right? Don't you want me as your stepmom? I would be the coolest stepmom. Also, I heard about all these tropes in uh, porn. And my question is, are the women in porn real stepmoms? Or just really good actresses. Mm. But hey, I could be your stepmom. How cute is your dad? Does he look like Bruce Springsteen? All right, your next comedian. Uh, put your hands together. Oh, we'll do the other Luke. Put your hands together, everybody. Are you okay? Can you, yeah? You're ready. Everybody, remember we're for being clean. No F squares. Uh, put your hands together, everybody. For Luke Newman, yay! And there's more chairs. You guys can pull the chairs and do the thing. Um, hey, Tommy, you got your chair. Oh, this is what I usually use for a condom anyway. All right. I'm not okay. You asked me if I was okay. I'm not. But that's all right. Because that's okay. Weird. Weird. <laughs> Just let the I let the plastic bag talk. <laughs> Get it? All right. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Okay, okay. Wh how much? So that's okay. <laughs> I'm a white guy. What about what about substance? Okay. I'm a white guy. Uh, w no applause. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Oh, this is San Francisco. That's right. 
No booze? Okay. Thank you. Um, uh, but I was, I was raised in a predominantly African-American community. You guys may know it as the hood. East Oakland. It was hard. It was difficult. As if it was almost as difficult as getting through this set without saying the F word. Almost as difficult. Maybe this might be more difficult. But um, but I got I got uh, I got robbed a lot, and I don't think my my parents knew what they were getting me into and they're raising me there. You know, they were then I don't think they knew understood what was going on, you know, but they moved in there because it was cheap, you know. My parents were, were the, some of the OGs over there, the original gentrifiers, you know. Um, but I, I did I did get robbed a lot, you know, and people were always like, oh, where are you from, white boy, you know. And, uh, and I'd be like, man, you broke into my house. <laughs> I'm from my house. Where did you come from? You know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard being white in America. <laughs> it's hard being white in America. All right, let me tell you. It's hard being white. You know, because we gotta, we gotta, we gotta deal with white guilt. You don't know. Any black people in the audience here? Uh, I can't. Are you the? Are you black? I can't see your 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 uh, your. No, no, your your. Um, what is it? Uh, what is the word when when you with the lights behind? No, silhouetted. You're silhouetted. I can't see you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So that's one. Anybody else? Okay, then shut the fuck up, all of you. Okay, that's the second one. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> okay, let's get let's. Okay, let's 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 veer into s some less controversial uh, topics. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the F word. Oh, everybody. Ban bands. You know, what's up with band names? What are they doing? You know, speaking into a plastic bag, speaking into, I feel like this should be a sandwich. I'm talking to a sandwich over here. Um, the Doors, worst band name ever. Well, we'll debate it about that afterwards. Doors, okay, all right, and, um, but the the smashing the the fucking counting crows. Ah. Oh my god! Ah. That's it. That's all right, sorry guys. It's your turn. Oh. Sorry, I, I love you. I love you, Luke Newman, but you did three. You can't do. You're not allowed. Yeah, you can fuck swear. I mean, oh, she's you made me do it. 
You can do it when you're not on the mic, but you can't do it on the mic. I was cause you cause you triggered me. You triggered me. <laughs> that was Luke. Uh, that was Luke Newman. He's lovely. We've had two Lukes tonight. That's so exciting. We have one more uh, guest set, and then we're gonna get into the longer sets. Uh, your next comedian. What a joy and a wonderment she is. She used to be a cheerleader for the Jets. Like so. She is actually everything that I have always wanted to be with my entire life. Like, I, I always wanted to be a cheerleader, uh, and I always wanted to have a hot rack. You know what I mean? Like, I just always did. I'm, I'm sorry, um, Jen. I just always, um, I objectify everybody equally. That's because I'm a feminist, right? Yeah! Your next comedian, she's such a funny lady, and she's just so wonderful. You guys are going to love her. Put your hands together for Jen Perez! Yay! Okay. Oh, mierda, mierda. I'm sorry, mierda. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I was gonna start this in a different way, and um, for now, I have to tell my jokes because I can't do that. So, um, I, uh, you know, I um, I used to be a Jets cheerleader. I know it's difficult because it's hard to believe. But yes, I was. Uh, and um, you know, when I went, when I became just cheerleader, I thought, man, I'm, I'm gonna make a lot of money. I'm gonna get to perform with uh, all over the U.S. with the you know the players in the stadium and stuff. And, and th that was not the case. Uh, and I thought maybe I'd bang some of the players or something. No, 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 none of that happened. That was not the case. I, I made hardly any money on the Jets. Um, I've made more money doing comedy than I have on the Jets. Um, that's that's all of twelve dollars. Of twelve dollars. Um. I, I'm originally from Jersey, and um, yeah, I, I moved out here to Oakland eight years ago, and I, I think I'm starting to become a basic uh, chick, I guess. Um, I can't say, puña, puñeta! Um, but I'm basically, you know, I, I, think, I think I'm becoming a basic um, gringa. Um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I drank um, a, a can of rosé the other day. Um, Took a shower with no washcloth. Uh, didn't put any lotion on. Um, but I, I have to apologize to my abuelo, my, my grandpa, my abuelo. He um he calls every white man he meets John. Hey, 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 Hancock. Hey, John Cena, quien carajo es John Cena? Hey, 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 John Cleese. Hey, hey, John Mayer, como en la casa, John Mayer. And, hey, hey, John Estemos, ah, John Estemos. Hey, 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 John Derbota, Disco, Disco. And, and John Wayne, como lo carajito, John Wayne, como lo carajito. Um, that's, I apologize to my abuelo. Um, has anybody else reached the point of no return? Uh, meaning uh, your sink is full of dirty dishes and you're only washing the plate as, as the ad needs to be. I need this plate right now. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm also becoming an animal, becoming an animal. I, uh, I'm opening jars of peanut butter and taking scoops out and I'm eating it, and then I'm opening jars of jam, because I'm too fucking lazy to buy bread. Ah, sorry, too lazy to buy bread. All right, no more. Um, 
esqueleto rumbero is a Spanish term, esqueleto rumbero. Um, it, means, it means skinny dudes or skinny, like a skeleton dance. Uh, but, but unfortunately, we can't use this phrase anymore. We can't use it. We have to bury it so people can resurrect it next year, not even for Halloween, because um, everyone's fat. There's no more excuses, people. Especially with the pandemic. Um, anyways, uh, you know, el otro día tenía un deseo de comerme un sándwich cubano, pero un sándwich cubano. Y ordené el sándwich. Y cuando me trajeron el sándwich, me pusieron el pepinillo al lado como si fuera la otra. El pepinillo no va para el lado. El pepinillo va para adentro. Porque ella es la mujer de la casa. Sorry, that was too much. Say, uh, how much time do I have? Oh, one minute. Wow. Okay. Um, I guess I'll say this last joke. Um, I don't know how I'm just gonna leave. All right. Uh, my grandma, she's always, she always wants me to um move back to New Jersey. Mi abuela, she, you know, she says, pero mija, you know, move back. When are you moving back? I say, abuela, I can't move back. I have a rent controlled apartment in Oakland. I'm done deal. Never leaving. But Amiha, what if you move back? You might meet a nice Hispanic man. Abuela, don't you remember? I tried that once before. It ended in divorce. So she says this in Spanish. She says, Te vas a quedar vieja sola y con canas en el bollo. Basically, um, she said, I'm going to end up old with gray hairs on my vagina. I, I to this day, I have no idea how she knows I have gray hairs in my vagina. Um, <laughs> that's, that's five hours away. Thank you so much. I'm Jen Perez. Jen Perez, everybody. I also have gray hairs on my vagina. I'm 10 years older than she is, though, so it makes a lot more sense. All right. All right, we're moving right along. I'm super excited that you're all here today. Uh, there's still chairs chilling. If anybody wants to take, oh, oh, no, you did. Oh, my God, you're vacated. You're, you've vacated is the wrong word. You've you're in the chairs now. What is it called? It's vacancy in vacant. Anyways, everybody's fine. We're all having a good time here. Yay. We're all here, socially distanced, wearing a mask. All right. Uh, you're uh, your next comedian. Hey, he's a lovely human being. I'm so excited he's here. He's super clean, too. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's like clean on the regs. And he's like, oh, you're clean. Hey, everybody. We're doing comedy, socially distanced. You can hang across the street or you can. They're like, yeah, we're cool. Yeah, Sunday bathrobe drinking day, coming up soon. I love it. Uh, she's like kind of wearing a bathrobe. I do that too. Put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Johnny Stein. Yay! talked about you, you said you were noticing guys by their butts i i hope that didn't happen <laughs> for me uh, but it's good you know like <laughs> i got one of those good ones uh i hope people know uh i feel like i feel like locked in. i heard turn around but <laughs> you know i may be avoiding it you guys can take a look after um i i feel like maybe this is like controversial Oh, I'm keeping my mask on because, uh, not you know, just because I have a I have a cold sore, and my mom said it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Which, like, when your disgust is like absolute, like it's hard to refute. So, 
I don't want you guys to to suffer that. Um, I I feel like lockdown has been the best thing for big fat phonies since divorce was legalized. You know, like thank God we don't have to pretend to have any ambition anymore. That's been so nice. Oh, it's been great. I have some things have happened during 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 quarantine. Uh, I I'm you can call me Uncle Johnny. I am uh, my sister is pregnant, which is cool. Um, it's a it's like a shitty title to not have any say in. You know, I wish like. <laughs> I wish I could say, like, oh, my sister had unprotected sex, and now I'm Professor Emeritus at Columbia University, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but just uncle. <laughs> I have tried to pick up uh, other hobbies like many of us probably have. I, 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 uh, I've tried surfing. I've tried surfing, which is cool, uh, and I am not. <laughs> so <laughs> that's been <laughs> – I wouldn't say, like uh, like – Surfing's not for me. I would say, like, I'm not for surfing, you know? Like, it's, uh, I'm gay and Jewish. Like, <laughs> that's, like, that's, like, the most neurotic duo you could have. And surfing's all about, like, just sitting and waiting for the next thing. Yeah. The last thing I need is, like, more time to think, you know? <laughs> that is the last thing I need. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just don't fit into the surf world. Like, everyone who surfs. I'm going to take my glasses off so I can see anything uh, <laughs> at all. Uh, the, the, the surf world, like, you know, it, it's it's crazy. Everyone who surfs, man, woman, otherwise, is all named Kelly. I can't believe <laughs> everyone's name is Kelly. I can't believe it. I, and, But I want to fit in so bad. I, I do. I want people to like – I want to be cool. Well, of course, you know, so, so I was talking to a Kelly, I, I was out on the water, I was talking to Kelly, and and I had to be so bad, I had to be so, I was like, what do I do, and he was like, oh, dude, just being naked is the way to stay cool, <laughs> I was like, that logic doesn't make uh, any sense to me at all, <laughs> you know, like, my dad has an enlarged prostate, I'm not peeing in his catheter, <laughs> you know, like, because he's going, That joke I actually asked ahead of time to my friends if that was too dirty, and then I got here. <laughs> so <laughs> found out, no way. Uh, <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Oh, man. Yeah, the the worst thing about it was I didn't even catch a stupid wave. <laughs> I didn't catch a one. I was just, like, out 40 feet in the water on some foam, like, slowly getting a UTI because I couldn't. Fucking pee. Oh, that's the F word. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Catheter's not. Oh, well. Uh, couldn't pee, couldn't pee. I, uh, <laughs> I've been trying to, you know, revamp my, my romantic life. Trying. It's gone a lot like that old saying, uh, once you go short, there's very little to report. <laughs> you know? Uh... <laughs> Very little to talk about. I did go on a gay date to a sports bar, and I would not recommend that. <laughs> I was gay, so I did it on purpose, but it, it is not something I would push on to anyone. Like, already a sports bar, you know, it, it's like where men are so insecure about their masculinity. And for a gay guy, it's like, that's like being a hypochondriac going on rounds. You know, like, I don't, like, 
kind of didn't see it right in front of me, you know? <laughs> the guy I went on a date with, too, he was like one of the bros. You know, he was like a, he, he, he was fine. It was fine. Uh, but he, had, he made two really grave errors. Uh, the first one, he came up to me, he was like, oh, hey, buddy, you Johnny? So buddy, if you don't know, is what all gay guys' dads say when they find them in heels. Uh, <laughs> a lot of trauma connected to Buddy. Uh, and I'm not saying every gay guy like grows up and tries on heels. Uh, but every gay guy has a heels moment, you know? Like, mine was, uh, mine was when I asked to watch Coyote Ugly for the third time that week. <laughs> My dad was like, oh, hey, buddy, you want to maybe watch Jurassic Park? I was like, and Miss Piper Parabo uh, chasing her dreams as a songwriter to Leanne Rhymes? No way, father. Um, his second big error was he said, yo, I don't have any empathy. Which, like, which, like already would have been a weird thing to say if I hadn't told him, and this is true, that my aunt died of cancer, and he responded with, he has no empathy? Like, what the, what the hell? That's, like, that is a classic white guy gets out of anything, you know? Like, sorry, judge, uh, I have no empathy. <laughs> oh, uh, please, <laughs> move along. I don't even know why we're trying you. I, <laughs> yeah, he just, I, 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 I really didn't want to run into him again. I was so nervous I'd run into him again. And then uh, I did three months later, and of course I forgot his name, which was so bad because we had been dating during those three months. So I really, who's got no empathy now? <laughs> Whatever your name is. Uh, I think that, I think that, uh, I think you guys, uh, I said I was short. You guys saw it from the beginning. You know, that's no secret. I'm not keeping it hidden. Uh, I think that short people deserve a little more respect. You know, we're trying our best out here. Uh, and I, I know, I know, like, you guys don't think you don't like short people. I, I know that. I know that. But I've got proof. Uh, on the news, I saw a story that this parishioner <laughs> had passed away. And the news had the audacity to say, he was small in stature, but mighty in energy for the Lord. Hi, why the hell did you bring up his height? <laughs> He's, what, what does that have to do? You know, like, why, why? He's dead. Why is the last thing you're saying about him that he couldn't reach urinals, you know? I don't understand that one bit. You know, like, that's. I'm so scared that I'm going to die, and my friends are going to be like, we could never find him in a crowd, but we could always find him in our hearts, you know? <laughs> it's such a, like, it's just, they're, they're just, they're just opposites, you know? Like, that's, it's, they're, oh, you know, he's, he's small, but he's got a big personality. That's, there's nothing doing each other, you know? It's like, code blue, code blue, she's curvy, but she's flatlining, you know? I live at home. Uh, I live at home. I live at home with my parents. Thank you very much. Thank. Wow. <laughs> okay. 
you guys are much more supportive than my parents. Uh, <laughs> my my garage is full of uh, things that I once owned that is now theirs. Uh, it's I never thought, you know, filling out the 2010 census form that I would be on my parents' 2020 <laughs> census form. Too bad. The living at home is is a, it's a big game of um, hide your orgasms. <laughs> And apparently everyone's playing. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, morning of my mom's birthday. I I, uh, I thought I had heard something. Uh, it was it was just a few grunts. But then the TV turned on, and my mom said, "Well, I guess we can go on with our day." <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Which is it's nice to know at least you know that my parents' sex life is uh, just as bad as mine. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Johnny Stein, everyone. Yes. Yes. So clean, so funny, so beautiful. Your next comedian. One. One of my favorite people in San Francisco. I'm so glad that she's out and about again after the COVID time. You are. She's so funny. Uh, I've I've loved her for many years. She's she's been in this longer than I have. You guys are gonna love the comedy of your next comedian. Put your hands together for Lauren Krauss. to begin uh, by expressing my sincere appreciation to the Roman Empire for inventing French toast with maple syrup. Yeah, they were the first to take their bread and dip it in some beaten egg with cinnamon and then fry that mother in butter. Forget about inventing aqueducts or the Roman calendar, French toast. Why is it called French toast, I hear you ask? Because Roman toast was already taken, that's why. We don't have this now. It fell out of public favor around 72 BC. But Roman toast, oh, Roman toast was bread dipped in cat saliva with a pinch of nutmeg and then fried to perfection in a vat of jealousy and ambition. Also served with maple syrup. Shortly thereafter, the Romans invented brunch and the rude waiter. Okay, Marcus Antonius, you got 10 minutes to eat and get out. What do you want to order? Yes, that's right. Ancient Rome sounded just like Brooklyn, New York. You got a problem with that? I think we find stuff in the most unlikely places, don't you? Like loose change under the seats on the school bus. Ooh, 47 cents. Like rainbows and clouds. Or compassion from an NRA lobbyist. The other day I found courage at the bottom of a bottle of Jack Daniels. Wasn't even looking for it. There I was. I was looking for oblivion. 
Couldn't find any of that. But courage, bravado, bold coats, and fake confidence, that's it. It's just a wash in whiskey. I also discovered mediocrity at the post office. I think you'd have to go to the DMV for that. Nope. And today, right behind the frosted flakes was some leftover enthusiasm. It must have been there a while because it was looking a little worn out. It was going like this. There, okay. That's a Tony the Tiger joke. You don't see those too often. What is it about being tucked in? You know how babies are swaddled and little kids get tucked in for the night? Well, I'm a grown-ass woman in the fucking 60s, and I tucked myself into bed last night. That, oh, shit, I did. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I had ironed those out. I, Well, anyway, I'm just rocking the sophisticated senior shit, that's why. And let me tell you, it was like being back in my mother's womb, all safe and warm, a tad claustrophobic and no Wi-Fi, but rent-free and all the amenities of a fine Motel 6. Hey, Ma, turn up the volume. I'm digging this whole thing. Everyone should have little tucked-in breaks scattered throughout the day, don't you think? And time permitting? We can nap afterwards. Time for my two o'clock tuck. See you bitches in an hour. I like it. I'm going to take it to HR. If only I had a job. Faces are amazing. People say, she has a kind face. He's distinguished looking. She looks just like her cat. But what if we could see each other's hearts? Not the actual whole bloody thing, no, that's gross. But the spirit and soul of each person. Because there's no deception there. You can't hide an evil soul. Why, Margaret, you're absolutely glowing this afternoon. I can see right through to your shallow, vindictive nature. To which Margaret replies, Yes, Warren, and I can see your fragile hold on reality is beginning to lose its grip. People would know the real you immediately. Can you imagine such honesty in the world? You are saying, yes, you absolutely would go out with me, but that heart of yours is twisting itself into a knot. I don't know. I tell you, we wouldn't be in the problem we're having now if we could have seen the candidate Trump spirit and soul. That's not a heart. That's a dried up prune. Well, I'm not voting for him. See how easy it would have been? ever get high and zone out on your mother's name? Evelyn. Evelyn. Who are you? And why did you procreate? You evil sorcerer, you. Trying to take over the world with your neurotic, Jewish, anorexic, clinically depressed, slightly suicidal excuse for a daughter? How is that supposed to help? Oh, wait. That's me. <laughs> you ever get high and think, is it angel food cake or angel food cake? And 
And why not just angel cake? We don't say pumpkin food pie, do we? You ever get high and say, this shit is funny. I'm going to write it down. <laughs> you have, right? And then you find it later and wonder when the cat learned to draw. Yeah, I like to write when I'm stoned. I go to different places. One of them, self-confidence land, is so rare and unexpected, I hyperventilate whenever I'm there. I actually feel good about myself right now. Oh, God, I can't breathe. And it appears that I'm headed to Witty and Cleverville, though sometimes the signs point in that direction. But when I get there, I find a black hole with a note saying, Are you kidding me? I cut the out of that one. One minute later. What do I aim? Uh, okay, I'll leave you with this. Have you ever asked yourselves, why am I even here? What am I doing on this earth? I like to think I'm making a difference. Nobody wants to just take up space. No, we want our lives to be meaningful. We want to contribute something. We want people to say, there goes Lauren Kraut. If it wasn't for her, I'd be home watching Law and Order eating pudding with my fingers. Thanks very much, and thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio. Lauren Kraut, everyone. Yes. Yes. How much do we love Lauren Kraut? Yes. She's actually uh, one of the feature comedians next Wednesday on the Asiento show. You can see Asiento. You like you can point to them like as the crow flies right over there. And she <laughs> is on next Wednesday's show along with Tony Sparks. So that's very exciting. And I'm super excited for that. Yay, excited, excited, excited things. Yay. Sarah, you up or Brady, you up? Which uh, Sarah gave me the thumbs up because she's going to do it. She's going to tape her set. Oh, yeah. That means clap even more wildly than you do and express yourselves in such a slappy, clappy-like way. Because your next comedian, what a joy and wonderment she is. I've known her for, like, ever. Put your hands together for Sierra Hager. Yay! Hey, guys. How are we living? So how are we living? What is happening? It's the end of the world. Lotus Hive. Is anyone Lotus Hive? Yeah, Lotus Hive. Um, my husband of seven years moved out like three weeks ago. Uh, and that was like just a couple weeks after my grandma, who she like raised me. Um, she died in my arms. And that's not a joke. That's just the year I've had. Um, and I was driving down Valencia Street in my car, um, and I saw this like restaurant, and the restaurant had a sign. And the sign said, "Salad Lounge." I just feel like, like especially right now, like all we have is each other and just like the connect, like these like human moments, right? Um, 
And the human spirit is so pure and beautiful and fragile. Uh, and I just, like, I whatever. I guess I'll tell jokes in a second. But I just wanted to say to you guys, like, there's no such thing as a sailboat! sleep I just don't like I just don't like I don't sleep I do wake up every single morning at five in the morning uh and so now there's just like there's that like cycle of like I just I haven't I really I really haven't slept in like maybe a week um and so I'm like really stressed out every time I have to go to bed I'm like melatonin and like sleepy time tea and I take the shower and I light the candles and I'm Enya and just like everything um and then I, like, finally lay down. I'm like, okay, I'm calm. I'm just going to just drift and rest asleep. And then it's just me uh, and my inner monologue. And my inner monologue is Fran Drescher. Hello, gorgeous. Good evening. Hello, it's me, inner monologue. Hello. We're going to begin this evening with some relaxation techniques. It's very important that you sleep. <laughs> so we're going to breathe. We're going to breathe in for one, two, three, four, and Kegel. Ha! And release, release, two, three, four. You have failed to fall asleep. <laughs> you are now approaching the brink of your emotional precipice. You will die alone. <laughs> I was in Cincinnati and I drove past this store. Uh, and the store had a sign. And the sign said two things, two words. It said, pet people. Like you should not do that. No, I realized immediately, it's not a verb, it's not, you know, pet, it's not to pet people, right? Uh, no, it's a noun, it's pet people. And I thought, finally, a job for me. I'm hairy, I'm needy. <laughs> if, a, if a young middle class person wants to clean up my shit, I'm going to sing you guys some songs. Uh, this first song is just about me and my life. Uh, it goes, uh, Teenage Mutant Barbra Streisand. This is another song about my life. It's like semi-autobiographical. It's like, I got sunburned on a cloudy day. Like this is a song about my apartment that I wrote. It goes, upstairs neighbors vacuum all the time, vacuum all the time, vacuum all the time. Yes. I put some mints near my window. They were priest green. I know a guy. Who knows a guy? Who knows Bob Citanano? 
I'm working some of the times, but those times are in the past. I wanted to find the whole me, so I looked in the middle. Hey, that's my material man. What are you, materialistic? I saw a light on in the bathroom, but it was in somebody else's apartment. Man, binoculars are expensive. I thought I had it all, but I just ran out. Now I can't do laundry. Could we possibly? Absolutely. Existence can't happen till it happens. The only exception is bullshit receiving the bull in China shop. I closed all my browser tabs to save memory, but now I can't remember anything. I wanted some mindless entertainment, but I paid too much attention. And now I'm broke. I deleted my browser history because it was a textbook case. It said, are you sure? And I said, your history. I smoked weed that had no expiration date, and now I'm like this permanently. If the sky was falling, which way's up? If I see you eye to eye, can either of us see anything else? I got a comforter. It's more comfortable than you. There comes in cans and bottles, that's gross. I got a notification in the mail today. It said please check your mail. I sent a thank you card, but I haven't mailed it. Their nuts sure have got balls, to sell a product that contains no beer. I like to stretch rubber bands. They need the exercise. I'm hearing impaired, but only when I'm not listening. I built the perfect chair, but it was uncomfortable. I have Moral Compass app on my phone, but I need to keep recharging it. The only thing to fear is fear itself. Isn't that a double whammy? I'm already afraid. Isn't settling up contradictory? Motion apprehending money into the sky. When all is lost, you find everything. Message in a bottle reads, help yourself. I lost a small package. Not a huge problem. I tried to sleep. But I got tired. I wrote a bit that killed. It was underscored in shock. I abbreviated doing well to dwell, and now I can't stop thinking about it. When your past catches up with you you're at a standstill. I tried to take pause, and now we're in reruns. I tried to compare then and now, and now it's later. I have odd times every other so often. I used to be really good, but there was a mix-up and now I'm just good. Really. I once was alone, but now I'm too alone. I have a car, but it drives me crazy. I tried to deliver a joke, but they sent it back. Now I have to write it all over again. I have indoor cat food, but I keep it outside. Diet Coke needs to improve their self-image. I bought something new yesterday, and today I returned it for false advertising. My faucet is hard to predict. It runs hot and cold. I had a time window, but now I'm of time and it's just a window. You have been a mild and peppered audience, you really have, I can hear you from here, Martha. Thanks and good night, this is Atma Q. Or gate, or it could have been gate D again, distracting me. Whenever there's a boy down in this area, I get real distracted. Um, so I think that's about all my mediation going okay back here is it are we thank you pam pam says that i look hot because of my calves 
she's stalling. Do I need to feed myself? Are we <laughs> I have a lot of lag, and I can go. <laughs> I do hear that occasionally. This little Henrique, he got a lot of energy. But um, I think I'm going to leave. joke for this one. Let me back up. Blew my load already. Thank you, Pam. Yay! Will Brown, everybody. Yes! What a joy. What a wonderment. What a doll. What a great shirt. Right? Uh, you got to wear that next time uh, when COVID's over. We'll go to Portland together. Nick's the Rose City and we'll dance the DJ together. It's a beautiful little place. Everybody clap it up again for Will Brown. Yay! The comedian former known as another person who's a high so he can't say who he is. I used to be a high school teacher. That used to be a thing I used to do. And uh, it was so like, okay, so in high school, like no one ever asked me out. No one ever asked me to do whatever. But then I became a high school teacher and I was asked to junior prom four times when I was student teaching. Oh, yeah, I was 21, and I was asked. I was like, this is so amazing. I was asked to student prom. And then, and then my, my master teacher came up to me because I was in teacher dance at school, and she was like, so the clothes that you wear are kind of a problem? And I was like, I'm just wearing normal clothes. And she's like, no, 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 sweetheart. You're 22. You need to wear, like, a sackcloth. You need to dress like a Mormon. What are you doing? So I actually borrowed a bunch of clothes from my mom <laughs> and wasn't a problem ever again. It wasn't. I was I was a special ed teacher for a long time. And uh, that's uh, that was that was a lot of fun. This one time I uh, hey guys, are we are we ready for I don't think that I don't think that our next comedian was in special ed as a child, but he's young he's young enough that he could have been in my class. You know what I mean? We played a lot of Oregon Trail. <laughs> there was I was a lazy, lazy teacher in 98. You know what I mean? I was like, play Oregon Trail. You died of dysentery. I know. Don't take bandages. What are you doing? Water. It's just so heavy. Just take all the water. Uh, hey, your next comedian, what a funny guy. He's been here for a bunch of open mics. This is his first time at, like, a real show, and I'm really excited to bring him up. He's super, super funny. Put your hands together for Thomas, everyone. Yay! I told her to play uh, Busta Rhymes Touch It, but that hasn't come on. Can you put that on? Can you? Touch it, burn it, babe. Snatch it, turn it. Fuck, move it, disdain it. Turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it again. Okay. Uh, uh, this is my first time out in the outdoor crowd. Hold on, let me turn this down. I'm a baby. Don't be mad at me, because I'm just a baby. I just started. Um... Hey guys, do you think when Morrissey, Miss Guy, do you think when he sings Happy Birthday, he sings it like, you know, Happy Birthday to, or do you think he's like, Happy Birthday to you, that's another year, another year of life and death and closer to the infernal oblivion, do you think that, is it about me or about you, oh yeah, back to you, it's back to you, it's your birthday wondering 
another impression. Uh, this is uh, this is Vin Scully and Alanis Morissette in the commentary booth of a basketball game. Incredible play by LeBron James. Alanis, what do you think about that? High five. Why do you think he's so dominant in his 19th year in the league? What it all boils down to. He's strong, but he's nimble. He scores, but he delegates. He dunks, but he shoots it. I'm still going to work. I'm still lucky enough to go to work uh, these days. Uh, I, you know, my probably the best moment of my day is when I first get there because in COVID times, uh, you got to still take your temperature. You got to keep a log of everyone's temperature. And uh, it's just a really pure moment where I walk in and I write my name down and I just, I, I can really just take a, just a moment to just go dark and just sort of raise something to my temple and just really feel like pulling the trigger. You know what I mean? It's just so nice. And then I just start the charade. And then I just become a worker again. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone watches The Bachelor, but it's not coming back like you think it is when it comes back, if anyone likes The Bachelor. Uh... I mean, I remember loving it because it's such a great social experiment. It's like one pop prize and 30 idiots. Best of luck. But now, I mean, like, you'd watch it for, like, the social, like, angst of it all. Like, one guy kissing 10 ladies in a night. One lady kissing 10 guys in a night. I feel like if I told my friends today that I kissed 10 ladies last night before COVID, They'd be like, hell yeah, dude, getting it. You're, oh, man, you know, if I told them that now, they'd be like, are you a, f are you a sociopath? Bro, are you trying to kill us? Think about someone besides yourself, maybe. Some so I've thought of a new way. I thought of a way that we could make Bachelor COVID safe. I'm like, first of all, everyone's got to wear a mask. Makes the mystery a little bit better. People could have great eyes, but be ugly. Uh, you know, six feet apart. People can't rip weaves. You gotta like, you gotta throw shit, stuff. One. That's my one. You gotta throw stuff. A little bit more athletic. Uh, and obviously you can't touch each other at all. So my alternative. Maybe this isn't a uh, ABC show. Um, but one top prize, 30 contestants, six feet distance. Our top prize has an app that controls everyone's vibrator, you know? They're just in there, you know? And he's just like on dates like, thank you so much for opening up to me about your mother's tragic suicide. That was 
really uh, brave of you. And um, I just feel like someone who can open up like that uh, really is someone I could see myself potentially maybe one day falling for. Did you blow that? You felt that, right? Uh, the other day, I was um, I was I was uh, having sexual congress, and um, and then <laughs> and in the in the flip in the in the transition change, uh, my partner's uh, 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 ESPN alert went off, which I guess she gets push notifications for ESPN. So it was like da na da na na. Damn, I'm about to make the top ten. In the absence of sports, am I going to turn on ESPN tonight? It's going to be like, coming in at number five, an absolutely flawless doggy to missionary transition. Watch how it doesn't leave it doesn't leave the orifice. Check it out, guys. This guy's a master, masterful work. Coming in at number four. One minute? Okay. Uh... At my work, uh, I have this manager. He's not really, he's not my boss, but he's like my manager. Fucking key guy. And I'm like, don't, don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. My name's Thomas Graziano, but don't, don't, don't call me key drives like I'm J-Lo. I need to earn that nickname. Like, I'm not that cool. People earn those nicknames where you can just be the first initial and the first syllable. Right? Like Jennifer Lopez. J-Lo. Paul Rodriguez, incredible skateboarder, P-Rod, you know, Gigi Hadid, all-star supermodel, Jihad, you know. These are, pe these are things that people go by. And I'm not there yet. All right, I'd like to close with a really short uh, final impression because I'm, I'm big into impressions. I would rather be an actor than, than this. Um, but... Uh, this is uh, this is Tom DeLonge. This is uh, uh, lead singer of the B of Blink One Eighty Two, uh, in the crowd of a music festival. Let's go. Here it is. Thank you very much, everybody. Keep it going. Keep it going for who's next? Anyone? Cam. Yeah, your gracious host, Cam. Yeah. Thomas, everyone. Hooray. Is Rachel Pinson still here? There she is. You're going to go up next after this one little joke I have. Uh, so Thomas was just doing impressions. I had a I had a dream last night that Bjork was my therapist. Right? So Bjork's my therapist. And I look at up I look up at her in this dream and I'm like, 
York, why is my mom not proud of me? She looks down at me, her loving eyes, and her little blonde friend, and she says, Der Jutterrecht ist meine Frau. And the polar bear only stops when it's time to have a wine. Don't let's hope for life. I went to work, and then I woke up, and I was like, I know, it didn't make any sense. I didn't know who Bjork is. But you all did, which was great. Thank you for knowing who Bjork is. Anyone under 30 is like, what is your impression about? Like, what is, where is Iceland? That's a place? I thought it melted from global warming. That place still exists. Iceland is not made out of ice. It's actually made out of volcanoes. So that's weird, right? What kind of oxymoronic thing is that? Oh, we're going to call it Iceland, and it's made out of fire. <laughs> that's cool. That's I love Bjork. Uh, I also love your next comedian. She is... Um, She's one of my favorite people here in San Francisco. She's like, so I have like six comedy friends, but they all suck. And she's my comedy daughter, and she's amazing, <laughs> right? Because like women work hard and stuff. She has an amazing show here at the station on Tuesdays at 4 o'clock. It's called Always Free. It's all about the Rainbow Family. I don't know if any of you have ever been to Rainbow Gatherings, but they're amazing people. And they love each other, and they feed each other. And if you have dinner for two, you have enough for three. If you have enough for three, you have enough for four, and then 12 people come over, and you're like, you can sleep over, and you're my best friend, and then sometimes they do your dishes. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Rachel Pinson! I like Sam's comedy daughters, because for the first time in my life, I'm the golden child. Fucking, uh... Feminist, make some noise. Hey, men, if you're a feminist, just stay quiet, okay? <laughs> You've done enough talking. I'm like settling into mask culture in San Fran. Like we were all wearing a mask before, but now we're all up front about it. You know, it's cool. I think what I like most about it is like now my boss can't smell my beer breath at work. That's some added benefit. No one knows if I have a cold sore. It's good. You know? She can't see my double chin when I'm looking at my phone. Like, there's the positives. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. <laughs> COVID is a really good time to break up with a clingy boyfriend, too. It's like, hey, man, if you're not going to give me the 100 yards that the, that the court recommended, you can give me the six feet that the CDC said, right? Something. I saw a dude shooting up on the street, and he was wearing a mask. It's like, you're wearing a mask, but you're raw-dogging a needle? Like, obviously, that was just for my health and safety. So I appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. I always like the how environmentally conscious California is. Like, I saw a guy taking a 
a used heroin needle to freebase heroin off of used piece of tin foil, you know, like reduce, reuse, relapse. Like it's not gonna go up Tim Turtle's nose, you know. I go to the scene where I like have to adjust my glasses because the condensation and the mask and like touching my face too much on my face at all. Yep, <laughs> that's the way I feel. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> Something uh, I, I think a lot of us struggle with is body image. Right, like I'm not like thin enough to be conventionally hot, but I'm not fat enough to be fetishized for how fat I am yet. Like I can't do BBW porn like yet, but I'm working on it. You know, like one cheeseburger at a time. <laughs> like thanks to COVID town. But I constantly get mistaken for being pregnant. Does that ever happen to you? I know it's super relatable. <laughs> but you know, I'm kept being down on myself or negative. We're into body positivity or something like that, right? Right. I just figure I can use this to my advantage. So when I see the bark coming and it's full of people, I just kind of like waddle on there with my hand on my belly button. Just look at my face like I'm holding in a fart. Like maybe someone will notice, like, ma'am, would you like to sit down? <laughs> well, <laughs> you're already seeing. That's so, ki- that's so kind of you. <laughs> and they'll start asking me questions like, hey, how far along are you? Oh, just like two more stops. Two more stops and I'm home. <laughs> I think a, a new advantage is, like, I'm pretty sure there's a fetish for everything. There's got to be a fetish for pregnancy, right? So I'm trying to work that, too. So it's like, I look super pregnant. I'm smoking a cigarette. I'm walking down the, the <laughs> down the road with a beer, no mask, complete head turner, you know? Like, who wants to have a threesome? <laughs> you know, like, make my next shot a double because I'm drinking for two. Drinking for two. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't expect it to be so. I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> when COVID started, everyone was like, we need to stock up on toilet paper. We're going to run out of toilet paper. So I bought a bunch of toilet paper. I stocked up on it, but nobody prepared me for how quickly I was going to get through batteries because I'm lonely, you know. <laughs> Back order on online. It's invited to a dinner party once, but it turns out it wasn't a dinner party, it was a Donner party. I wasn't going to stay, but there was still free food. <laughs> like, I used to watch what I eat, but then they stopped letting me babysit, so. I like to eat babies. Okay, I admit it. Is this, like, premature babies, like, super premature babies. You know what I'm talking about. Like, sperm. Yeah, yeah. She gets it. <laughs> I'm a cannibal. I don't know if I love lesbians or just the way they taste. You know? <laughs> Can't decide. <laughs> I think that's all my cannibalism jokes. Hey, how come we how come we romanticize vampires so much? Like why aren't we romanticizing zombies? Like they're good biters, right? Like, my question is, if you have a, a muzzle on a zombie and you have sex with them, they don't bite you. Can you turn into a zombie? You think it's safe? All right. I be- <laughs> with the confidence of the way you're saying that, I believe you. And they can, like, they can pull off their limbs and stuff. 
It's like, yeah, I'm sure you've been fisted, but have you ever been wristed by a zombie? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm a romantic person. You know, that's <laughs> like, why do vampires get all the <laughs> Man, <coughs> I grew up in uh, the Midwest, actually. Actually, I grew up in Ohio. If you look at a map, there's nothing west about it. But nobody believes me when I say Middle Eastern, so I don't know what am I supposed to say. <laughs> I had two lesbian moms growing up which was awesome, for sure. But everyone would ask me all these questions. Like, oh, man, two moms, that's weird. Was it rough? Like, no. Like, it wasn't weird until you asked me that question. I didn't even know that could be weird. But now I live in the Bay Area. It's a different answer. And they're like, oh, man, two moms in the Midwest. That's weird. Was it rough? Like, yeah, it was weird. We didn't even have an ocean. We just had a lake we can set on fire. <laughs> it doesn't even count as water, if you ask me. I used to think it was really hard for me to turn down white guys to date because I didn't want to be responsible for the next mass shooting. But now we're not allowed to gather. I don't think it's a problem. I had to turn a guy down the other day that wanted to date me. Like, I don't want to sound prejudiced or anything, but he told me that he wanted to be a cop. I just can't date somebody like that. You know, like, my parents never raised me to be a cop lover. Like, I would never bring a snitch home for the dinner table. It's an awkward Thanksgiving. You know, and I like NWA just as much as the next white lady on a microphone on a street corner in San Francisco. And I know what's going on, you know, in the news and everything, but every time I hear, F the police, I can't catch, F the police, F the police, I'm like, no, man. That's how you make more police. You F them and they multiply. <laughs> I say F the judge and get everybody off. <laughs> Sometimes I get dick pics. I don't know how to feel about it. But I, I, I started to think, like, maybe it's like when a cat brings you a dead animal. Like, even if you're disgusted... And you're not really into it, they're just trying to show you affection. You know, like, I cared about you so much. Like, I just, I love this. I want you to love this. <laughs> I did this for you. Like, all right. <laughs> I have one minute. Now, it's two people that I'm like, F this. Okay. <laughs> Do I? super classy, but I didn't know that until other people pointed it out. Like, I went to college, and people were like, do you want to go thrifting? I'm like, me? Back to thrift shopping? Like, I already... <laughs> I thought it looked nice. I had a, a boyfriend in high school, and I had called him. I'm like, you need to get checked. I'm 
I got to even turn around me. I'm like, go ahead, life, relax, dude. Like, <laughs> and I dated this guy. I think he, like, fetishized me for being sassy a little bit. He was like, can you say something to me? But, like, in a country accent. I'm 13 years old. Don't tell me how to raise my baby. Mama didn't pay the water bill. That's okay because we got Mountain Dew. <laughs> we don't need no water. We got pops. <laughs> I want you to kiss me wildly and passionately like my cousin when he wants one of my oxes. One thing I noticed, like, moving to California is people are really sensitive when it comes to language. Like, I can't use the R word anymore. Like, anytime I accuse anybody of being a, a Republican, they get so mad. <laughs> but I get it. It's because they put a retard in the White House. All right. Thanks, everyone. Rachel Pinson, killer set. Heck, yeah. Uh, we're, this is, I'm going to do just one more joke and then we're, we're done here. I'm just going to leave you guys. You seem like a crowd that's into equality. Equality now, right? Yeah. I think we're going to have some accomplishments right now. I'm trying to say this to you. Okay. Cover up the nipple. It'll be 180% side boobs in a PG-13 movie. Or forget to see the film. All the breasts, all the breasts, yeah. But what I'm saying for equality, what I'd like to see is some side splits. Right? Cool, because the balls, the balls are covered in. So let's imagine together a Martin Scorsese film, right, starring Nicolas Cage. He's old. Balls hang very deep. There, There's an infinity pool, and the sun is going down. And Nick Cage is swimming toward the steps, right? And he's coming out the steps, and his balls are deep in the water. And his member is above the stairs. And what we get to see is this amazing stained glass side scrote. Side scrote for equality. Equality now, everyone. Equality now. Side scrote for everyone. I want to see it hairy. I want to see it shorn. I want to see it. It's just like side boob. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Also under boob. I want more under boob. Right? Here's the other thing. You know what I find the sexiest thing right now on literally any body part is someone who has stretch marks, but they got skinny. And I feel like it's the biggest loser. I want to touch all, I want to touch all of the time periods that I went. I'm like, I love your work. Like, I see your perseverance. This is like, your body says perseverance and dedication, and that's really hot to me. I'm like, look how hard you worked. And I can see that. Stretch marks. If you don't think stretch marks are sexy, you're a jerk though. Like, respect. Respect. I want to see anybody with stretch marks. Like, give me some pictures later. <laughs> I don't want your dick pics. I want your stretch mark pics. I want to see, like, that side with, like, that, uh. Demarcation of time. Also, tattoos are hot. Same thing. Same thing. Thank you guys all for being here so much. I really, really appreciate it. 
Uh, there's a thing over here. You can put money in if you like the show. You can on Venmo. We're Mutiny Radio, all one word. There's a Mutiny Radio FM stream. I didn't make that. I don't know who did. Don't do it to that one. I don't know who that is. Ah, the haters are everywhere. But uh, Mutiny Radio, all one word. That's us. And um, there's money up here. Thank you so much. We do this every Friday at 7 o'clock. Seriously, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being socially distanced. COVID is terrible, but we're trying our best. Love you all. Thank you. Good night. Yay! Of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a paddle? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Anti-Trump is the antivirus or antibody to the Trump virus. We're a global alliance of humans standing up against the Trump brand. Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old... He was a 70-year-old babbling Nimrod. How bad could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. The Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. We are a leaderless and without the most basic health care systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go. Antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's Antitrump.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why? Why are we? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horseshit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, "Mobed bitch, mobed bitch," and uh, and uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm just not. I'm not moving it. You know. I've arrived. Why should I move? I don't like what more kids are giving us at our free lunches. Call in five three four zero one nine seven six, and it does not spell anything. Call in five three four zero 
1976. Go for it. Call in, guys.